Good evening. I'd like Welcome. to be relaxed. Yeah, I think... Here I am, talking about my thoughts and feelings. Progressive Rugby League. Progressive Rugby League time once again. The slug here talking at you, and of course, what would an episode of Progressive Rugby League be without Progressive Rugby League experts? Jono, pleasure as always. Hello, slug. Hello, Big Al. And Big Al's here. Hello, mate. Thank you very much. So lovely to be here. Looking forward to another fantastic show. Oh yeah. All right. Let's slam into our uh, round reflections. Because um, that's how we like to start our episodes. I'm looking at you, Jono, and you're looking at me. This is a beautiful moment. <laughs> You've got beautiful eyes, by the way, Slug. Thank you. You've never, never noticed before. before. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're slightly one slightly darker than the other. You've got a hazel eye and a brownish eye. Or maybe it's just the lights. Yeah, it's probably... Maybe you're going blind in one eye. Probably the light okay. or this cataract. Okay. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Look, my reflection revolves... I was just watching a few games on the weekend, and... There's some decent games, uh, but it got me thinking. I was enjoying one of the games, and a few years ago, remember when there was all that sort of talk about, oh, let's bring back the biff, or what happened to the toughness of the game when yeah. you could do a high shot? And I thought to myself, you don't hear that very often anymore. And I think it's a good thing. I think it's proven that that was all BS. Bring back the biff. Bring back the high shots. What rubbish. The game is as tough as it's ever been. It's athletic. It's still a great... Uh, sport to watch and you know we need to keep progressing with uh, you know the rules to so that people can mm-hmm. not get brain injuries and all that yep. sort of thing so do, you, do you think there's been acceptance I do I do finally there's been acceptance and I think we can say that all those naysayers from a few years ago they were wrong well I'll, sorry I know you're about to jump in there big Al, but I, I just have to say quickly I really miss a shoulder charge really I do I do. But like, what do you, you miss? You miss the like severe injuries that it causes when it happens, right? That's the, the spectacular thing about the shoulder uh, charge. Just like Greg Inglis on Dean Young, I think it was. Yeah. That was. I, I I miss the impact, and <laughs> Dean Young's never been the same since. <laughs> very much, but I miss the impact. I, obviously, I don't want people getting hurt, but I think it was a, 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 an exciting factor of the game, mm. which we no longer have. Yeah. Well, I, I think getting rid of it was a step in the right direction, but I think. Uh, Jono, you're right, and there hasn't been like all cries for let's bring back the Biff, etc. Because people, have, people in general, not just rugby league fans, react to change usually in extreme ways. So yep. when change is about to be thrust upon you, it, everything's horrible, and that, this is going to be really awful. Mm. And it's quite amazing how quickly what's just changed adjusts to become no, the normal, the norm, and you yeah. you stop. I mean, it, people stop um, uh, lamenting that they they no longer have the thing that was taken away yeah. and you just pr- you go on with, with life I mean, as it pe- was. people didn't have faith that the game itself was good enough and entertaining enough and I just think it's been proven you know over the, the last game, the game is always good exactly. enough the game is have some faith please so I, I say look in, the, in terms of the shoulder charge yeah the shoulder charge was a spectacular part of the game but it went wrong too many times and with players getting bigger and stronger every year it became pretty dangerous yeah. Yeah. and if you, if you, and we, what we know now about brains and head injuries, mm. 
it's a risk that the game yeah. you know couldn't and take anymore. Uh, there was some um, talk in the mainstream media a couple of weeks ago about the fact that the AFL still allows what they call the bump, which yeah. is essentially a shoulder charge. Yeah. And leading experts on that said the AFL's deliberately not taking action to prevent these kind of injuries, which opens them up to legal to potential legal action down yeah, the track. Right. They should look to the NRL who are leading the way in prevention of those kind of head injuries mm. with their banning of the shoulder charge. Okay. So, and one of the doyens of Progressive Rugby League, Ian Roberts, is very much front and centre of that uh, head injury yeah. research and, and sort of getting knowledge yeah. out there to oh, the yeah. fellow players. I haven't watched any AFL this season yet, actually. Do they have HIA in AFL as well? Uh, yeah, I That's believe they do have mean, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. They have something similar. Yeah. HIA is another one. When they were talking about how they're going to bring in the HIA mechanisms, there was a lot of talk. Oh, it's going to stop the game, and it's not going to be good enough. Uh, and I, I think there was less resistance because everybody was like, "Well, I guess we have to do this, but it's going to suck." But people now just accept that it's it's just part of a game. Like sometimes people get knocked about, and they're going to have to go for assessment, and that's yeah. just the way it is. And no one complains about it. That's just how, how oh, it is. Just and the game goes on. Just complain yeah, about so. teams rotting it for interchange. <laughs> there, so, in conclusion, there are enough great facets of the game, and the game continues to be great without the biff. Yeah. With well, keeping brains intact. Well, that's a very good point, Jono. Yeah. Good observation. Thank you. Uh, Big Al, what do you got? So, I've uh, I heard something uh, over the radio over the weekend, listening to Progressive Radio's uh, show, ABC Grandstand. Okay. And one of the commentators said something during one of the games uh, that I'd just like to get your opinion on. So you know that we're, I've highlighted previously that poor grammar mm. is, it makes rugby league look dumb. Yep. So when you get commentators saying, oh, them guys did really well, or me and the boys done a lot of hard work, yeah, uh, sure. I find it, it just does everybody a disservice. Okay. So on ABC Grandstand, during the call of the game, I uh, forget who it was that was calling the game, but he mentioned uh, wingers doing hit-ups, and he said... This is amazing. That's four hits up that wingers oh. have done this set. Now, I want to know, is a hit up the plural, the pluralised oh, equivalent of, nice. um, of mothers-in-law or governors-general? Yeah. Or is it, is it hits up or is it hit ups? Because I'm, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. clueless on this. Yeah. I really like to bring the brains trust in. What do we, what do we say? Is it... I'd go both. Hits ups. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> four hits ups. That's fancy. At its best. Ah, uh, look, I, I, I think... He, to, he seemed to know what he was. He seemed, it seemed to be something that he said deliberately. Like oh, it wasn't, I, I don't think it was a slip of the tongue, but I noticed no. it was like, oh wow, I've never. He was waiting for a reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, wow. yeah. That's it. He might have just That's done it. Four just hits up by wingers this to step. see if um, it got a reaction, and then he was prepared to defend himself. I, I would say though that a hit up, a hit up, is a rugby league term. Whether technically in any other context, it might probably be hits up if it was a plural yeah. I would say because it's recognised as a hit up as a singular yeah. in rugby league you could probably go either way you could mm. you could justify yourself he's probably thinking this commentator that the action is the hit and the plural are the hits yeah. so you know hitting is the is the action that you are performing yeah. so plural hits hits up you can justify it either way that's the thing about language it's all about communication I tend to disagree with your point that uh, talking, you know, not in a grammatically perfect way, brings everyone down. Because at the end of the day, we are inclusive. We're inclusive. We <laughs> don't want to try to reach everybody. Yeah, you? we don't want to sort of stand up on a pedestal and look down on people just because they not might not have had a, a, a good enough education 
that they know what to <laughs> so say being, about being, Dunkel being, or being, um, being grammar proud isn't is a progressive trait. There are plenty plenty of non-progressive people that are extra um, well, finicky about their, their grammar. My point is, if you understand what they mean, that's fine. Communication, it doesn't have to be perfect. I think at the end of the day... You know, eighty percent of communication is non-verbal. As I wave my arms around <laughs> on a so, podcast, exactly. Um, yeah, um, I notice a lot of at the end of the days in that spiel. There. That's yeah, very right, cut, again a very rugby league. <laughs> can we cut like fifteen yeah. of those out? <laughs> quite embarrassed by that. Um, but on, on my on my plural, pluralized, what's correct? Hit ups or hits up? Um, I also did some research on on plurals. Mm. Um, and did you know that this is not entirely rugby league related, but apparently. Biceps is singular. Really? Oh, yeah, so yeah, that yeah, you yeah. have a, you have a biceps muscle on your left arm and yeah. a biceps muscle on your right arm. Yeah, so if not, you've injured not, your oh, left oh, bicep, oh. that's that's not correct. I think it's I knew that. Biceps. Yeah. What, what are two bicepses? I don't know. Yeah, the two bicepses. Bicepses. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, so, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> well, while we're dissecting the term hit up, though, yes. why is it a hit up? Why isn't it a hit forward? Where's the up? Where's the up coming to it? Hit into. Yeah. Yeah. Hit uh, toward. Hit up. Yeah, Upfield, up I suppose, yeah. but I, I, I quite like it. I think I, I, I think it, it describes what's happening. Yeah. It's it's pretty indicative of the action. It's a hit up. Oh. Hit up. Hit up. But then you're right. It is a rugby league only uh, term, right? That, mm. that, that exists in any other sport. Pretty sure. Also, um, um, sin binning is that rugby league only? Do we own that? Is, no, that, our, no. is that our term? There's no. also sin bin in rugby union, I believe. Is it actually is it the sin bin? It's not the, the foul zone? <laughs> well, they might have changed it recently to be politically correct or something, but, um, you know, it was a sin bin at some stage. They might have changed it to the, the foul zone. <laughs> <laughs> the foul zone. It's the foul zone. Candy's foul zone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, no. yeah. Uh, do we want puns in this podcast? Oh, That's my question to you. <laughs> um... Yeah, look, quickly, my progressive rugby league moment is simply tried to watch the Wests, Tigers and Warriors game um, so I could, you know, get a a round reflection out of it. And all I could sit there thinking was Peter Godney, Peter Godney, Peter Godney, Peter Godney, Peter Godney. Godney." So I got nowhere. So that's my round reflection. What I realised when I made that uh, team of great-sounding names was that Peter Godney, the person who... Uh, the reason why I came up with that team, he wasn't even in the team. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he's been um, he's been dropped. No, he wasn't even in my team. Oh, he's oh, yeah. yeah. And you missed the halfback. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> Halfbacks are overrated. They should be yeah. all wingers. <laughs> Thirteen wingers. Uh, Tom Malolo can play halfback. Sure, oh, that's fine. Um, all right, let's get to our mailbag section, and surprisingly. We've had another email from uh, a listener called John O'Duncan. Oh, okay. John O'Duncan. <laughs> Any relation, John O'Duncan, to John O'Duncan? Or, oh, no, was it you? Oh, that's oh, right. Right, okay, all right, all right. So that's really weird. And again, no message, bit rude. Yeah. Uh, just an audio time. Just an audio file. And here, this is what it sounds like. I see you on the other side of the interwebs. And you fill me with intrigue. You know I speak two languages, and one is rugby league. So you talk to me, I ain't one to brag. I just want to open a PR with a mailbag. Just want to 
dance and harmonies with you. Like, no, I don't think I'm to myself. Okay. And there's, there's the theme for this week, Jono, just cranking them out. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm a bit worried that there's more theme songs in the mailbag than letters. Do we have anything this week? Oh, we do. Ah, oh, sweet. Uh, I will tell you it's from Steve Realman. Hey, hey welcome Steve. Steve. Good to have you back. Steve. <laughs> uh, I hope he's been listening this whole time. I'm not sure, but... Uh, I was getting worried. Yeah. Uh, his uh, question to us is, uh, Progressive Rugby League experts, what makes a progressive team name? Mm. Are there any progressive? Uh, are there any team names you consider progressive right now in the NRL or the Super League? Oh. So I guess he's mm. I guess he's talking like either team name or mascot. Mm. You know. Yeah. The, the, so um, anyone got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I've I've got some I have some thoughts. So I I think that a, a progressive mascot uh, needs to be it needs to be organic. So, which is really difficult in the age of the franchise and, and you know pop up teams, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I really, I think a progressive mascot name has a connection to the community that it represents. Yeah. And if possible, I know again it's not entirely possible when teams have existed were built last year, etc. But connection to the history of how that club has evolved. So I use things like. Um, uh, the the Tigers, I think that's probably. I mean, they evolved because of essentially because of the color of their uniform. They were they were initially nicknamed the Bumblebees, but oh, wow. everyone decided the Bumblebees are too you know not vicious enough, I suppose. Right. So they decided they, they moved on to the Tigers, Magpies as well. I mean, they call the Magpies because they're black and white. The Newtown Blue Bags, yep. that was progressive. The Newtown Jets is not progressive in, yeah, in, in according to my criteria. <laughs> um, but in terms of let's talk about current NRL teams. I actually think it's the Parramatta Eels mm. because Parramatta means place of many eels, I think, in... in Where the eels lie yeah, or something. In yeah, in Cattle yeah. or... Um, I don't want to... Uh, I can't remember the name of the official uh, nation that, that that area falls into, but yeah. in that native tongue, that's what that means. And I just think that's a really nice connection to the, the geographical footprint, yeah. original geographical footprint anyway of Parramatta. I'd say that's probably the most progressive. Yeah. And the fact that they've stuck with it despite it being a, the least intimidating Yeah, it's a, really, it, it's a really uncool mm. mascot. Yeah. Right? yeah, and the reason why I like it, I totally agree with you, Big Al. I was also going to add one of my pros to a mascot is being original, and that's what that's what eel is. It's, yeah. it's a very original yeah. mascot. I don't know any other major team, sporting team, in the professional yeah. sporting world that's called the eels. Yeah, exactly. So originality's got to be key. About something inherent in the area, like like we just said, the Parramatta means where the eels lie, or something like that. Yeah. And ideally, it can be made into a lovable man-sized figurine. You know, like <laughs> yes, of course. Captain Charger comes to mind. Uh, one of the greats, although the Chargers, I'm not sure what a Charger is, but it, because yeah. Captain Charger was cool, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. that was sort of progressive. What I, I say, I think, um, sorry to cut you off, but I think sure. the, the Titans missed a chance to have a progressive mascot. If they'd gone marine themed, so I know mm. they they were initially the Gold Coast Dolphins, yeah, but then right. they got into some issues with the Redcliffe Dolphins, right. so they didn't want to do that. But they went straight from like Dolphin. I think was a really good like it's representative of the community and the like where the where the Gold Coast sort of lies. And they went straight to like mythical Greek yeah. creature yeah, yeah, yeah. in Titan. When they could have gone for Stingray or I don't know any other kind of fish, I suppose. Yeah, or slightly. even like even like the Gold Coast Iron Men in like because that's where they do yeah. that sort of event. Yeah. Something like that. Something that was about the area rather than although I guess. 
fake and mythical tacky things is probably about yeah. the Gold Coast anyway. So maybe what about Gold Coast Midas's, for example. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it's it's not a clear logical leap from dolphins to yeah. to uh, it's a, it's large a, Greek mythological creatures. Yeah. yeah. So I think um, the cons to mascot names are you know it's derivative. You know, just taking it from let's say an American sport. Yeah. Uh, it's unimaginative. Uh, I don't like weather-related names. I'm sorry, Storm. Or just like nouns, like glory or victory. Like just just words. Like, really? What's, no, I'm not a big so, fan. You know, I, I I like to in my spare time. I like to create hypothetical teams <laughs> in areas that I'd like to see. I'd, I'd like to see a team. Yeah. I just think. And Can we hear one some of the of those, one of the many teams I've created was uh, a team based in the New England region, um, which I initially called the New England Scorpions. Cool. Which I decided probably it's just like a kind of stingy animal. They kind of have scorpions, I guess, maybe, but it, w- it wasn't connected to the area enough. So I shifted the geographical base. I, I, it, I still wanted to capture the whole New England region, but I, I, I located a team in Tamworth. The yes. and, and I called it the Tamworth Twang in oh, honour of the country music roots of yeah, the town. Not bad. I prefer animals. How can you put twang into a male-sized figurine? Or a it'd be, it'd be like a treble cliff or something. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, right. Or a giant guitar pick. Yeah, yeah. that's not bad, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're winning me over. I can call them the New England twang. But we've got so many great <laughs> Australian animals that uh, could be uh, in, yeah, in the yeah. game, like I don't know, the emu. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, the wombats. Yeah. Um, oh, there's like lots of de- lots of deadly snakes. snakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brown oh, crocodiles snakes. as well. Crocodiles. I think if someone gets relocated to Perth, they could be the quokkas. The quokkas, surely, yeah, for yeah, example. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, look, I, 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 Big Al, I like the fact that the your definition of a progressive team is just that uh, something that evolves. There's nothing it's more organic. It's organic. Nothing more progressive than evolution. Mm. John, I have to take issue with you um, not liking the noun. Once mm-hmm. my, my I I quite like the team names that make you do the work in terms <laughs> of it, picturing what it is. So the the I know it's not rugby league, but the Western Force, yeah, the um the rugby union side, yeah, like, the four the force, rugby. yeah. How's that represented by a dude walking up and down the sideline <laughs> in a costume exactly? You have do, to use your you imagination. Know? Yeah, yeah exactly. I see what you mean. All right, Northern Pride, for example. Yeah, the, I've heard that. The, the Pride. How, how do you how do you illustrate pride exactly? Yeah, I'm not sure. If we're oh, playing, it, was it supposed to be the emotion of, of pride? I thought it was like a pride of lions. <laughs> That's just what I get. Because oh, okay. I was like, it can't just be being proud, can it? it no, right. yeah. They've also got glory yeah. and victory and exactly. yeah, all sorts of. We got to think about how you draw it if you're playing Pictionary. Yeah, that's for right. For example, like how would you draw pride? Um, what I also like, and I don't know if it's progressive, mm. but I'm here to discuss it with experts. Sure, St Helens. What have we got? FC. They got nothing. Oh, nothing. Like What's their mascot? They don't need one. Oh. They, they, <laughs> Do they actually not have a mascot? There's I, no guy I, in a suit I, on the sidelines. I looked high and low wow. through St Helens as far as I could see. They got nothing. I reckon they think they're above. They've evolved beyond that's the yeah. That's oh. what. That's what I think. So, um, good. do they have cheerleaders? I don't know. I wouldn't think so if they haven't got yeah, a mascot. You, you, if you I mean, go beyond these mascot, guys you, are just beyond you go beyond cheerleaders yeah. before you go beyond mascot, yeah. surely. So, wow, St. Helens. They probably come out on, like, um, segways as well. Oh, I can <laughs> imagine. <laughs> with, with helmets, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Hovercraft. All the safety gear. Uh, and, and, of course, finally, mm. the wolf pack. Yeah. It's progressive because they could have stopped at wolf, wolves. They went, no. We're it's in not together. That's not a wolf. 
It's a wolf pack. <laughs> so they've gone two levels yeah. with their mascot. Yeah. What about um, what about the other golden child of PRL, Toulouse Olympic? I don't think they have a mascot. Oh, yeah. What's, what is, I mean, they're not the Toulouse Olympics anything. So they're yeah. just, like, I don't know what is Olympic about them. Yeah. But there you go. Oh, very good. Well, I think in conclusion, though, most NRL mascots would have to be judged unprogressive. Most are a derivative from American sports like yeah. I don't know, Broncos, Raiders, I find the, the Broncos, are, as, as a progressive fan, I find that the Broncos especially quite frustrating yeah. because Raiders as well. But like, there's an Australian equivalent of a Bronco, yeah. a Brumby. Yeah. Like, why yeah. weren't they? And, and the alliteration's still there still as well. Works. Why yeah, did they yeah. go Broncos? Why? And, I'm and not sure. The, the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. What's yeah. a kind of small English looking bulldog got to do with the Canterbury Bankstown area yeah. in the slightest? Exactly. They should have stuck with the berries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the um, berries grow there. All the fruit pickers. I think it was Cumberland. The Cumberland yeah. oh, fruit yeah. pickers. I would say one that comes to mind that is probably as progressive is the Warriors because uh, you know representing yeah. the, the culture. Yeah, culture yeah, yeah, fair enough. Warrior like culture. Um, so well done. I to think them. the uh, the roosters. The story behind the roosters, I think, is also progressive. Yeah, because I think Rabbitohs as well. Oh, of course, Rabbitohs yeah. is. How can I yeah. forget the Rabbitohs? That's Rabbitohs. entirely progressive. Yeah. That ticks all the boxes and then some. Yeah. That's that's a magically progressive. Logo. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but the Roosters, I think, are only nicknamed the Roosters because they have the French colours as their uniform, and it just flows on from that. Right. Oh, really? I, okay. think, I think that's what the story is. So, well, sharks, sharks, you could sense. You know, that's they're yeah, on the beach. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're sharks. Beach, yeah, yeah, it's not too okay, bad. What about it's borderline panthers? Is that connection to the Lithgow Panther? I was going to oh. say that earlier. I if think, that's the case, then I like that as yeah, well. Yeah, I like yeah. that as well. I think that there's a myth of kind of Blue Mountains panthers. Yeah. I'll go with that. Okay, yeah. and so. Newcastle Knights, no. Oh, uh, Steelworks. Steel, yeah. It's getting more tenuous. Yeah. Okay, well, okay. What are the Illawarra Steelers? Is yeah. that progressive? Of I mean, course. Yeah. But they're dead. So <laughs> Not in my heart. Not in my heart, Slug. I'll be back. <laughs> that was also derivative from American sports. They could have gone something with, you know... Pittsburgh's mine, yeah. mine workers. <laughs> the miners. The miners. The miners. <laughs> Metal beaters. <laughs> All right. Well, good question, yeah, Steve Reelman. Steve, Steve Reelman. I hope that's answered your question, Steve Reelman. I'm sure you'll let us know if it has not. Progressive Rugby League. So, we're not doing any international updates this week. Well, because I mean, I wouldn't go that far. I would like to ask Big Al a question. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's well it's, on, it's on the international game. All right. And I know, Big Al, you... That's my name. When it comes to rugby union, you don't have much time for it at all. <laughs> you dismiss it. Uh, you're, you're a one-man band when it comes to sports. You love rugby league and rugby league only. I respect That's that. That's, That's one true. of the reasons why I love you. <laughs> uh, but I do have this question, this curly question for you. Yep. And, and it goes something like this. Super rugby... They have teams from Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Argentina, and Japan. This is like a globalised competition of the Southern Hemisphere, of course. What we have been supporting through the French-Canadian Rugby League update is we are trying to get more French teams into the Super League and the Canadian team in. So we'd have English teams, we'd have French teams, and Canadian teams. So my question is, what do you think about Super Rugby? Can we, can we learn something from rugby? 
Oh, well, we can, we can learn a lot from rugby. First of all, how not to be terribly boring. Uh, but I, I digress. So I think the, the, the dream is not to get more Canadian and American teams into the English Super League. That's not the end state. That's step one oh. in cultivating popularity and the geographical footprint of the sport in general. Yes. The ideal state would be have a, an actual competitive domestic North American league between Canadian and American teams, but you can't just establish that. You've got to build up a bit of, you've got to get like a skill base and some interest, blah, blah, blah. I do think having French, multiple French teams in the English leagues is equivalent to having multiple New Zealand teams in any Australian league. It's, it's very doable. It's not a huge, it's not okay. a huge travel um, burden. Um, but, but is that the best way to build up a North American league, for example? Because some would argue that having a French team in the Super League and having a New Zealand team in the Australian League has killed those domestic leagues. And there's no way there's going to be an, another strong domestic New Zealand League or a strong f- domestic French League while the best French and New Zealand players uh, are not going to be playing in it. Or, you know, there's, not, there's too much attention on the Australian competition or the English competition to have any oxygen for... A standalone mm. competition is that no, the best I, way I to think do that's, it? I think that's somewhat that's kind of misguided thinking because if there's if you're talking about competing professional leagues here, mm. then yes, that that logic checks out. Okay. But there is no uh, there's no full time professional league in New Zealand or France. Mm. But it, there's still having a French team in the in those the the professional competitions in the other countries allows the, those French based or New Zealand based players exposure to a professional environment and gives them opportunities with all teams throughout the league sure. to, to build up their skills um, so I think uh, I'd have to just have to disagree on that one I think it's uh, okay, cool. I just wanted to throw that in yeah, because I know your feelings of rugby are well known but I, I thought well, I, that I really, I really would like a, to quite a beautiful yeah. cosmopolitan competition really this Japanese Argentinian yeah, South the thing is it, it's, it's probably one of the great downfalls of super rugby in Australia is that uh, it, no one can follow it it's really hard to, to keep confusing. up with who's playing who and all that, sort yeah. of, all that sort of stuff take away the fact that the game's terrible anyway but just the way the competition is structured so and other things we can learn from super rugby is just focus you, you can't have like a J- Japanese team playing an Australian team or Australian team playing an Argentinian team is part of like a regular round-by-round stuff. It just can't work. Australia's too far away from everything. You're hang on, hang on. That's exactly what we want to see from the Super League. We want Toronto to be in it. We want New York to be in it. It's going to be exactly my, the same my, thing. Like, go back to my first point, which was like that's step one into you having them. Have the, you've got to build it somehow. Okay. So slight concessions have to be made. It's the field of dreams theory. Yeah, sure. So, <laughs> build it. Yeah, you build it, build it and they will come. Um, but so the end state is it, my ideal end state is uh, an integrated European league. So Europe's very very yeah, condensed. Sure. Lots of travel time. You know, it's, cl- it's easier to get from England to Italy than it is from Sydney to Perth. That sort of stuff. Uh, a standalone North American league. Um, an Australasian uh, league. An Australasian league. Uh, well, I don't know. Even travel to Japan's quite arduous, but sure. Well, well and then, hunters. DNG yeah, nice. And then uh, and then sitting above that the world's greatest international uh, standard of rugby league with yes. built-in rivalries to boot. Yep. Yeah. And it, uh, it's going to be great. We're going to get there. Yes, in our last Just follow time. me. Follow me, men. <laughs> Off we go. All right. Well, has that satisfied you, Jono? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it's just been burning in my mind for weeks. I, I've got a follow-up question. Sure. Rugby-related also. So a, a week or two ago, it sort of came out just how perilous the Seagull situation is Mm. in terms of obviously they've had salary cap breaches, they've got internal conflicts and they're hemorrhaging money a lot. Yes. Now, 
if they fold, that just mean, that means that the entire north side of the city has ceded to rugby union. Can't. It's not ceded to rugby union, my friend. It's oh. AFL. We all know it. No, no, no. Rugby you're union. absolutely wrong. You no, are wrong no, there, no, Big Al. No, I'm not at all. You're, you're wrong. I mean, you know what's happening in a couple of weeks? The New South Wales Waratahs, you know where they're playing their home game in two weeks' time? Leichhardt Oval? Brookvale Oval. <laughs> so, I mean, if you yeah. think it, it, there's sure no I, chance yeah. of rugby taking over if Manly just disappears, then you're totally wrong. You're absolutely wrong. And rugby is very strong on the North Shore. Uh, but they, they would surely... I mean, they've obviously got a, a fairly large northern focus already with sure. with Gordon et al. Yeah, Manly, yeah. northern suburbs, That's right. So would, would they Waterman just kind Gun. of focus the Waratahs further north and just kind of shift them? Well, I mean, they can do what they like, but I'm... I'm worried about the Manly Seagulls. If they're in trouble and they fold, then yep. that's a big problem for rugby league. Who are we going to yeah, hate? You did, you did mention that using the Bears as, as the example, when, rugby, example. When, it, when it leaves, it doesn't come back. Yeah, so. exactly. So, look, I would think if if a team like that folds, then someone would have to step in. But I, I'm assuming they're going to be okay. There'll be some sugar daddy that will come in, you know, yeah. I think. Ooh, Eric Perez! Yeah, oh, imagine Eric Perez on our shores. Come on. That'd we have to get him in for an interview at least. That'd yeah. have to become the manly wolf pack. Would we deal with that? I'd be fine with in that. In a yeah. mature manner? Yeah, I mean, a seagull, is that an actual thing? Like, I yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Is, is it a real animal? Yeah. A seagull's an animal. Yeah. An eagle's an animal. Yeah. So what's what about, a seagull? Yeah. It's just a, 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 a I was going to say brand. <laughs> I mean, hanging around Big Al too much. It's a species of eagle. So. Oh, it's is, absolutely is it really, It's a variety of eagles. Are we making found, found, found in the northern okay. beaches? Yeah. All right, maybe originally. Yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know these days how many there'd be, given it's uh, sure. built up, but, you know. Um, someone can write in, let us know how many sea eagles are actually in the Manly area. Thank you very much. We need to get going, so let's finish off the way that we do every week with our PRL Moment of the Week. Well, I, I'm happy to go first, Big Alan. I want to talk about this concept called Tri-Time Junior Rugby League. Yeah. I was watching the news on Sunday night, and you know at the end of the news, after the sport and things, they go with this human interest story, and I was like, oh, snooze, I was about to turn off, but then I heard it was about rugby league. Oh, right. And well. so I said, oh, hold that remote control, I want to see what's going on. And anyway, it's a story about Tri-Time Junior Rugby League, which has apparently been going on for a number of years, but what it is, it's um, a competition uh, where children, teenagers and adults with special needs and intellectual disabilities can play rugby league in their local community. Great. And it was a beautiful story of uh, this guy who got his young son who had um, autism or has autism, yeah. but he was desperate to play rugby league and there was no, uh, no avenue for him to play rugby league, but he found out about this competition and it was just amazing the journey that this child has been through where at first he couldn't actually hold or catch a ball and now he's actually playing rugby league wow. and he can catch the wow. ball he can pass he can do all the basics and the, the just the look on those kids face and I just thought to myself rugby league you've done it again yeah. and, and this is on the, the back of you know dozens and dozens of volunteers uh, who take out their time to look up look after these kids yeah. uh, their kids and it's just it was a beautiful moment yeah. and you know brought a tear to the eye yeah. Yeah. I think there's um, there's some I'm pretty sure Ricky Stewart does some work similar to that like a lot of work similar to that in, yeah. in integrating or, uh, children like on the autism spectrum into rugby league and I mean we all rug, Ricky Stewart has a reputation of being the angriest crankiest man around um, but then he's got this really like, Away from the caring field. soft um, 
Well, he has an autistic child, I believe, and he's got this uh, charity that looks after autistic children, so he's done a lot of good in that way. Mm. Yeah, so, look, I thought it was a wonderful thing, and I wanted to share it with our wonderful listeners. Yeah. So, well, my my moment of the week is similar to yours. I I discovered something the other day. Right. Uh, Speaking of uh, progressive progressive, uh, leagues set up to play the great game of rugby league, Mm. uh, there is something called the Physical Disability Rugby League, that has been happening in uh, the New South Wales rugby league community for the better part of eight years, I think, since wow. about 2010. Okay. So teams fielded by the West Tigers, the Manly Sea Eagles, uh, Roosters, the Newtown Jets, and Souths. Fantastic. Uh, this is a, a league where people with any kind of physical disability, so whether it's um, you know amputees or uh, people with um, yeah physical ailments that stop them from playing. Um, the game with other able-bodied people um so they actually play in a competitive league and there's a, a pdrl in england right that was uh set up by abc media darling adam hills who it turns out wow. he's oh, a media. huge the comedian the uh the last leg yeah the last yeah. leg yeah, uh, yeah. tour guy he's huge he's huge he is it turns out he's a massive rugby league fan yeah. grew up in uh, maroubra wanted to pl- love south sydney wanted to play play rugby league up until he was about 14 when eventually mm. they had to tell him your foot you can't play with your um, wooden or with yeah. your, your prosthetic foot anymore. Oh, um, but he's, he's been desperate to get back into the game and founded uh, was one of the founders of the PDRL in England. And he still he plays for the Leeds Rhinos team, so he, he wow. plays in the league as well. So, I, I yeah. did a bit of I did look into this when you told me about this the other day, Big Al, and it's amazing. He was saying that how he catches uh, the train two hours to training from London to Leeds every yeah. week and he says the, it's the best time he can't wait for Tuesday yeah. nights when he can train he wants to make yeah. his debut for, for Leeds I think oh, it is yeah. in the coming season yeah. so how exciting what a great concept yeah so again rugby league it does it it's wow. just so rugby league is proving that it's a very inclusive game yeah absolutely well very briefly my PRL moment of the week is personal it's, it's just a a reflection and maybe just to catch up with where I am on my journey. You'll remember uh, towards the start of this season, I let you know that I had some lost years. I stepped away mm. from rugby league. Mm. Um, and, it, and it took a while to get me back into a point where I was comfortable with the game. And I think I found my apex of, of, of getting back to rugby league passion. Do so tell. I was at the uh, Slug Seniors house on Anzac Day. Sure. And uh, the slug doesn't have Foxtel because the slug doesn't want to pay for Foxtel mm-hmm. and doesn't want to give Murdoch's any money. Amen. Okay? But slug senior has Foxtel. Yeah. We'll so, take advantage uh, of that. Yeah. So we, we sat there and we enjoyed the Roosters-Dragons game together. And then we sat there and we enjoyed the Storm-Warriors game together. And I sat there and realised that probably for the first time in many years... If, oh, I want to watch every game of every round. Mm. Like, it just occurred to me, like... <laughs> You've come have, a long way, Slug. I have come a long way. Now, I'm not saying I can, because I have um, several Slug juniors. Sure. And um, uh, Slug Ed, who uh, doesn't necessarily want me... Like Scogglebox. ...in front of the <laughs> TV for multiple sure. hours all weekend. But it's the intent that counts. It's the intent. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm at a point where I could happily watch every game of every round. Mm. And I think that's a big, that's a big thing to suddenly realise. It is, it's a marvellous place to be. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the club. Welcome back. I've, uh, However, uh oh, I do not want to reach the point, Big Al. No offence, where uh, I have the emotional anguish that that you have 
Well, no, but watching all the games that the Tigers aren't playing is, is bliss. <laughs> yeah. It's just the best. I dread that Tigers game. It's, it hangs over my head all weekend. Well, Slug, let me say this. I want to look into your eyes, one hazel, one brown, one maybe with cataract, <laughs> and say, I'm proud of you. Thanks. And welcome back. I, it's I good to have you back. I wouldn't have got there without you, fellas. <laughs> I didn't say that. Absolute pleasure. I, 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 I think I, I would probably miss all those Fox games and not even, not even give it a second thought that I was missing them. Mm. But... Well, are you going to get Foxtel now? Well, ooh, well that's a moral that's a moral conundrum I'm going to have to face. Find out next week. Um, we'll leave you with that. Thanks once again, Progressive Rugby League experts. Thanks out there. Get in contact, progressiverl at outlook.com, all lowercase, Twitter, Facebook. Get in contact, please. Uh, bye all. Catch you next week. See you, folks. In Rugby League, we trust. <laughs>